I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. There's a striking new map up on the website of the National Snow and Ice Data Center today. I'm looking at it right now, and you can too at theworld.org. The map shows a blob of white surrounded by a sea of blue ringed by an orange line. The white blob represents the size of the Arctic ice cap as of yesterday. The orange line shows the median size of that same ice cap on the same date from 1979 to 2000. And the blue in between is the difference, where the ice cap has been replaced by an area of open ocean bigger than Alaska, Texas, and California combined. It's a snapshot of how quickly things are changing in the Arctic, and in particular how much ice has been lost this year. The world's environment editor, Peter Thompson, is in the studio with me. Peter, experts are describing what's going on in the Arctic uh, this year as unprecedented and record-breaking. What's going on? Well, like you said, it's really striking, Marco. The ice cover as of yesterday is more than 30% smaller than that late 20th century average for the same date. It's almost 10% below the previous record low for the date set back in 2007, and it's likely headed for an all-time record low this year, at least a record as long as we've been keeping records. As for what's going on, in two simple words, it's global warming. Scientists say there's just no doubt about it. Mm. I mean, they've, they've run all kinds of computer models looking at every conceivable factor, and nothing explains this rapid disappearance of summer ice in the Arctic other than the rise in global temperatures due to carbon dioxide pollution in the atmosphere. So we've been hearing a lot about rising sea levels due to global warming. Is all this melting ice going to contribute to that? Well, actually, it's it's not. I mean, at least not directly. The Arctic ice cap is different from most of the ice in Antarctica and Greenland in that it's already floating, which means that when it melts, it doesn't have much effect on overall sea levels. But what's got scientists concerned is that it does have really important indirect impacts on sea levels. The big thing is what they're calling the albedo effect, which is another way of saying how much solar radiation the ice and water reflect or absorb. And the difference is striking. It turns out that in the Arctic, ice reflects about 80% of solar radiation, but the dark ocean ocean water absorbs 90% of it. Mm. So instead of sending all that heat back into space, the open ocean where the ice used to be is absorbing it and warming up. And that can affect sea levels in a number of important ways. As the water warms up, it expands and will have a modest impact on sea levels. And then over time, the water transfers some of its heat to the atmosphere. That warms up the air. That can help melt ice in places like Greenland. And then there's the growing likelihood that the warmer seawater is essentially helping to melt Greenland's glaciers from below, which is turning up the speed of the flow of ice into the sea. And that also raises sea levels. So what about life in the Arctic? How is this ice loss affecting people and, uh, you know, wildlife up there? Well, one of the most immediate impacts, Marco, is on creatures that depend on the ice for hunting, which includes both polar bears and people. And that changing albedo effect that I mentioned is also helping to warm up the air there, which in turn is causing permafrost to thaw out. That leads to all kinds of problems for local ecosystems and human communities. But it's important to remember that Arctic communities aren't the only ones who will be affected by this. Some scientists refer to the Arctic as the world's refrigerator. And as it warms up, that's going to affect weather all around the world. In fact, Marco, there's already some evidence that changes in the Arctic could be affecting weather today, this summer, including Mm. perhaps the big drought and uh, record heat we've been having here in the U.S. Of course, the whole system is extremely complex. It's hard to draw a direct connection, but it does seem likely that what's going on up there is affecting what we're experiencing down here. Now, the last big U.N. report on climate change back in 2007 predicted we'd see an entirely ice-free Arctic some summer by around the year 
2100. So take this news of ice melt today and put that in context of those predictions. Well, uh, it's changed a lot. Um, After that record warm summer of 2007, scientists moved that estimate up to somewhere between 2030 and 2040. There's no consensus estimate now, but one scientist at a major British polar research center told our colleagues at the BBC last week that he thinks we may see at least our first ice-free summer day in the Arctic by the end of this decade, 80 years sooner than we thought just a few years ago. Extraordinary. The world's environment editor, Peter Thompson, thanks so much. Thanks, Marco.